0: He's basically the type of person who, who isn't afraid to just do his own thing. And he just raps about whatever comes to mind, I feel. Like, listen to his freestyles. Listen to um, Sylvia Demo, um, Piece of a Kid, and Such Tirade. Just listen to all those albums, and you would be like, yo, this dude is actually dope as hell. And he's really different, because a lot of these rappers either... It's either, okay, I'm not saying anything wrong being on either side because I feel like a lot of great dope rappers fall in between or like on one of those sides, but I feel like there's two sides to music. It's the luxurious, um, financial, and what's the word, uh, materialistic side to to music, and then there's the conscious, religious, or um, you know mentally pleasing side to 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 music mentally emotions love all that type of stuff and so those two those two areas and there's rappers who are either on one side or they have a balance in between and with Isaiah Rashad I feel like although he does rap about those those type of stuff he doesn't even fall in between because he's rapping about whatever things that we don't even care about that we don't even mention like you wouldn't think of a rapper to mention their music he raps about whatever comes to mind that's what's really dope about him because, you know, usually rappers have an agenda. Like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. For, for Isaiah Rashad, he pleases all type of senses. Even senses that you really don't even want to please. <laughs> He's pleasing them. And that's why I found dope by him. That's why, like, in my in my worst moments, I listen to him. In my in my best moments, I listen to him. In moments where I don't even really care, I listen him. In moments where I don't even want to be listening to music, I listen <clears> to <throat> him. Because it's somebody you can listen to at any moment in time. Because he has a song for everything. He has verses for everything. Whatever you need, dog, it's going to be a one-hit song. Because he writes about whatever. And that's what I find really dope. But at the same time, I feel like like rappers can only reach you. Well, people who stick, who like, what's the, what, what was I saying? I feel like rappers that... um. Rappers that only stick to rapping can only, like, fulfill one type of need. And that's why you need people like Daniel Caesar, you know, Sanfa, SZA, people like that. I feel like, bro, Daniel Caesar's really slept on, bro. It's crazy. Like, they put him on Apple's Up Next or whatever, but he's still so slept on. I bet you people only listen to, to Get You and maybe even Japanese Denim. Nobody listened to Bless. Nobody listened to... Uh, we found love. Nobody listened to his to his album. <clears throat> I bet you nobody really did, cause if they did, he'd be popping like crazy right now. That's how good his music is. People listening to the mainstream stuff when his shit, it's like true R and B. Like he's bringing R and B back, like that neo love type shit or that um. I'm sorry, I don't even know like most of the throwback people's names, but people that O G people that used to talk about love, people that like back in the day when people used to like. Look to to R and B to talk about love, to talk about feelings, talk about relationships and real life stuff that only that not only rappers could rappers or like high end singers could could um experience because I feel like nowadays R and B singers and rappers all they talk about is stuff like not all of them. My fault. I'm sure, I'm being too what's the word? I'm being too too general. I'm talking about, like, people who only do it. So I feel like there's rappers out there or singers out there that only talk about luxurious stuff that they can experience. So they talk about getting groupies. They talk about being able to smash a girl every weekend, every day. They talk about stuff like that that some regular people cannot relate to because they ain't living the life you live in. They can't relate to buying a BMW or having a bunch of Benz and having a bunch of um, Porsches and stuff like that. What they relate to is regular life stuff. And I feel like back in the day, people used to, like R&B singers, they used to talk about stuff that happened regularly. So you used to talk about things that everybody could experience, like love, relationships, you know, feeling down, feeling up. They used to talk about stuff like that. And I feel like dinner season is bringing that back. Because most R&B singers now are straight talking about sexing, sexing like a bunch of girls or, you know, uh, having groupies waiting out for them. Or, uh, the stuff along those lines. I feel like that's where R&B was going, but Daniel saying he finna bring it back. Him, Sampha, Sampha's, I don't even know if Sampa's R&B, though. He more of, like, a soul type. Like, most of this stuff is, like, not dark, but it's along that line, like, depressing stuff. I'm sorry, like, I ain't trying to be mean enough, but, like, he mostly raps along those lines. Like, depressing type, depressed depressing type stuff. Where it's like, okay, I'm going to talk about my loneliness. I'm going to talk about stuff like that. That's what you mostly be talking about. But I ain't got no problem with it. Because he can sing his ass all too. Uh, SZA, you know, I've been listening to her way before these people was on her titties. I used to be listening listening to her to since like 2011, 2012. Which, what tape was it? Was it Z Z-tape? Something like that. I used to listen to that, to that all the time on SoundCloud. I used to have friends, my background on Twitter. Nobody was talking about this girl back then, but then everybody finna hype her up after one album when y'all don't even know nothing about her. Everybody swear they know her, but nobody know her. Y'all wasn't listening to her back then when she was struggling. Well, she was never struggling, but back time when she just came out, none of y'all was listening to her around first. Get out of here with that. I'm a real Scissor fan out here. Been through it all. You know, same way she said when she was a little bigger, when she was a little smaller, when she was just right. Quote, unquote, just right. I've I've been... Rocking with SZA since then, so for all these people that jumping on the bandwagon now, y'all gotta go. So y'all don't know none about SZA. Y'all don't know none about SZA the way I do. And so yeah, that's basically it. R and B is becoming more something that I'm digging rather than rap, cause rap is just the new kids coming out. Y'all dope. Y'all do y'all thing. People like Playboi Carti. Y'all flows crazy. it's dope. Y'all. I like to listening to y'all songs. You know when I want to get hype, but. Well, I'm talking about real life stuff when I wanna to listen to like well I wanna to listen to music that give me advice, bro. And that's what that's what people people on R and B, like those popping in R and B can do for me. Even Shay Song sometimes he be giving me advice. You know what I'm saying? I listen to the wrong things he be doing and that helps me do the right thing. So stuff like that, that's how I want out of music, you know what I'm saying? And R and B rappers they doing that R and B sing is my fault, they doing that for me. And so that's how I'm I'm leaning more towards the R and B side Because, you know, they're they're producing music that can actually help me in life. Uh but that's enough about music, bro. I go on about music for days and, days and days and days and days and days and days. But um so this summer, right, uh I was working <coughs> with my with my friend, uh my, my brother basically and um we were working for this program called Reimagine Play. Uh it's not really it doesn't really have a building in particular, but it's, like, this program that's based in Boston where, um, Betty Francisco, she's my boss. She has, like, this, um, <coughs> this goal of helping children around Boston be fit. And so, uh, <coughs> as we were doing this, I got to meet a lot of kids. That was dope. I got to make a lot of kids happy. I got to help them play and stuff. And, you know, that was a really cool thing to do this summer. It wasn't exactly what I intended to do this summer, but it was really dope. But what really like me and my summer was the fact I got to meet this girl. Um, <coughs> she she worked alongside us in certain um uh what's the word? It's in certain parts that we went to. So certain those specific programs that she would come to. She wasn't with us all the time but, you know, she would come help out sometimes. And so, you know, there was this one time when my boss she wasn't taking us there, so she took me and my, my dude to to the park that we were supposed to, you know, play with the kids at. And so, along this along the ride, like, there was mad traffic. So, we just started a conversation, and she told me about, like, how, you know, she basically had a 360 turn in her life. How she went from, you know, uh, like, drug-infested, drunkenness-infected, inf- uh, infected, uh, surroundings to a more positive area in her life. So she went from, you know, always popping pills, always, you know, smoking, always drinking, to a point in her life where she realized that she was wrong. So basically, um, you know, she was surrounded by all her friends in college who were really with that. There was always smoking, there was always drinking. So in her mind, she was like, this is how I'm supposed to be living. She's been doing it for a grip at that time. So she was like, snap, I've been doing this for a long time. You know, my body seems like it's digging it. Everybody around me is digging this whole idea, so why, why, why would I stop? It seems like that's how life's supposed to be. And when she would see people out there, you know, with suits on, she would see, like, sober people, she'd be like, yo, what's going on? Why are these people acting like this? So basically, in her mind, those people that weren't doing what she was doing were seen as weird, or were seen as, like, you know, going against the grain. When in reality, people that are in drugs, well... That's not even against the grain nowadays, though. But I I would say typically or stereotypically people that do drugs and be partying crazy are against the grain. Are going against the grain. And so at first, she was just cool what she was doing. But as time went on, she realized that she was hurting herself. And so she she was like, yo, my body's always hurting. I'm always having headaches. You know, my stomach always hurting, stuff like that. So she's like, yo, I got to turn my life around. And that's exactly what she did you know, she got the, the help she needed. Um, I'm not sure if it was a rehab, but she went to, like, a roundtable type of thing where she got to talk her problems out, talked about how she felt. And, you know, that's just really dope. I like to hear about people that, you know, they're able to turn their life around, whether it be smaller or, or big. The fact that she was able to get the help she needed was really dope. And so, you know, I'm proud of her. We, I, I don't work there, in, there anymore, but it was just dope to, to know that somebody did it. So um that's how I like to close out. Thank y'all for listening. Um I hope I'll be able to get a lot of a lot of listeners for them for my first episode. But um this is Anthony signing out. Deuces